Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You listen to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk Tom about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic. leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. Back with another edition of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here, Sean Ducha, Joel Pavone in the house. The usual suspects here. What's going on? We got Zach Pelican on the line. It's a lovely day where you got Zach. Yeah, lovely see, day. this is the thing though. He's calling in because this is a conversation I've been trying to have for quite some time now. And this is an episode I couldn't wait for because uh, Zach and I, we, uh, we share very different opinions with this particular topic. And that topic has to do with Isaiah Thomas. So Ooh. we're going to bring in Zach. In just a moment, but first things first, I want to hear both your both your takes over here, all right? Joel and Sean, I want to hear what you guys think about this. The fact that I think Isaiah Thomas does not get enough credit for what he's done for this team. The fact that he not only was the second best scorer in the NBA last season, but he continues to be sold short, pun intended, because of his height, because they, people don't think that he's the kind of leader that can lead a team to a championship, and I just don't understand why he continues to get so much flack for what he's been doing for this team, what he's been doing for this rebuilding era. And now as we enter, what is it, year five now of the Brad Stevens era? I mean, you look at these last two big free agency signings, I don't think they happen without Isaiah Thomas. That's my take. I, I got plenty more to say about it, but I'm just going to open the floor for you guys Guys, what's your take on this? Why does Isaiah Thanks. Thomas Thanks not for the floor, buddy. Why does Isaiah Thomas not get <laughs> enough credit? Okay, I, I want to hear it. No, it's the fact that it's it's everything that you just said, pretty much. Like he's a point guard, he's five nine. Yes, he's obviously the best player on the Celtics team. But I mean, if if you make it to two straight All Star appearances, you're on the the first um, All NBA. Yeah. Well, no, not first no, no, All-NBA. Sorry, second, but, no, but, but All-NBA all nonetheless. Yeah. Okay, two All-Star appearances on two straight playoff teams. I mean, you're go and you're the best player on each of those teams. You should deserve a max contract. I mean, that's just the bottom line. But, I mean, if he's 5'9", he's got a hip problem now. Like, you know, he is a point guard. Like, you can throw all those facts out there, but the fact is, in my opinion, he should be making more than Kyle Lowry's making. And that that's if if Kyle Lowry sound, sound I think it was like a three year daily sign a mm-hmm. three extension, he should be making an extra year and just amount of just the same amount of money. 
per year. That, in my opinion, that's where like the line that's where it starts for me. If I'm Isaiah Thomas, so. well, I don't even think it has to do with the fact that you know it's not even about the max contract deal for no, me. It is it, about it, the well, it's about that, but at the same time, it's also about people who that's a part they, they, they want to see him. What no, is? Well, no, 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 no. no. But listen, there's people out there who want to see the guy traded before his contract expires. Yeah, that is what I don't understand. I mean, obviously, Gary Tangway. That I mean, obviously, the two things. You know they they coincide with each other. You know the the max deal talk is obviously has a lot to do with him. Uh, uh, people wanting to see him traded, but the, but, but, I, but why does he not deserve a max deal? And, no. and why do people not understand what all the money's being thrown around throughout the NBA? Why wouldn't he get a piece of that? No, if you're if you're I'll I'll say this: if you're not going, if Danny Hage isn't going to sign Isaiah Thomas, he has to trade Isaiah Thomas. Well, I mean, yeah, I know, obviously, but so like, like wh- why why do people want to see that happen? Well, why? I don't want to see it happen, but I, I mean, understand it, that. But other people, right? But I'm just saying, like. That's obviously why people are saying trade Isaiah is because if you're if you're gonna lose him for nothing, then that's stupid. No, well, I, 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 that's I, I just stupid. feel like people don't think he's good enough to lead a team to a championship, and I don't understand that. So if if you're in that camp, you have to say trade him. If you say let him play out the year and see how it happens, but then, I think I think Sway wants to know the why. Right, I want to speak to that camp and and yeah. and explain why like, is he why is he not good enough? That piece that Sean brought up about the max contract that's a big part of it, but it's not. Like the whole conversation, if you, if mm-hmm. you guys kind of you know understand what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say, the point of Isaiah when it comes to that not being a quote unquote max guy is probably the same reason why he doesn't get enough credit or he's not viewed as like someone that could be a part of the future, right? I think the the second part is why give this guy all this money if there's other players that are better than him and that could be available, right? Is that another piece? Is that fair to say? Well, like Kyrie Irving? Maybe. Or someone else who's going to be a... Because, I mean, to be to be a, a free better agent player... Soon or, or, or is available for it via trade. To be a better player than Isaiah, you have to, like... It, it's up there. I mean, Isaiah, I think we can all agree, even if you're the biggest Isaiah doubter, he's a top 12 player in the league last year. I mean, you have to give that to him. Last year, he's a top 12 player in the league. So I mean, uh, I think those guys rather see, yeah, like you said, yeah, top twelve player. Well, they want to see eleven guys and Celtics Green more than him, right? And I understand that because right. I, I don't understand how someone who continues to get better and better and, and and puts himself in a conversation as arguably the best score in the NBA. Why would you want to see that guy leave? So when Joel says, you know, trade him for somebody that's you know out there that people think are better, there's not a lot of options out there that are better than Isaiah Thomas in the NBA right now. No, I see what I you're agree. saying, but like, but like that are available. But like for those that say don't give him the max money or give him like a three year, I'm in the camp for the three year by the way, not 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 to give him max money. That's still, I still think I he deserves think that. If, you, if you're going to do that, just trade him then. There's not too many, there's not too many people you can trade to do an, as an upgrade over Isaiah Thomas. If you're trading him now and it's not for Kyrie, then I don't know why you're trading him. You're going to get more draft picks. You're just going to build towards the future, future. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. would? But you know, so I don't know. All right, let's bring in Zach. Let's see what what he, what he thinks about this because this is obviously a, a conversation I've been wanting to have with him pretty much since the the end of the season when uh, Southern were eliminated by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Zach Peloquin joins the Causeway Street Podcast. What's going on, Zach? Hey, Zach. Just quietly listening in the corner. But uh, yeah, do, do you mean conversate or, or get yelled at by about this whole entire Isaiah Thomas thing? <laughs> I, I have a feeling you don't actually want yeah, to. Let's hear from the horse's mouth. Let's hear from the horse's no, mouth. I, I want to have a conversation <laughs> here. I mean, this is just between you and me. Pretend these two aren't here. This is between, okay, <laughs> this right, between right, you right. and I. It's hard to do. They're awfully loud. <laughs> they got a lot to say. I'm, don't listen I'm to right these here. two voices over I'm here. I'm literally right here. 
So, <laughs> okay, so let, let, let's start with the whole Kyrie Irving situation. Um, I mean, it's obvious from the conversation we've had in the past that you would love to see Kyrie in that position instead of Isaiah Thomas. Do you think the Celtics would make a big mistake in not trying to figure out a deal, or do you are you afraid the Celtics would give up too much for Kyrie Irving? What's your take on the Kyrie Irving situation? It's a, it's a tough one, and would I rather see Kyrie over Isaiah? Yes, but I say that because of the fact that, one, he has a much more appealing contract situation right now. That's probably the biggest thing. But two, I will be honest, I think Kyrie is a better player than Isaiah Thomas all around. And I know that everyone's going to throw in the face, well, he's not that good defensively, and, and Kyrie's barely, he hasn't had a season as good as Isaiah Thomas just had. He's never had a season that good. So in terms of if you want to measure one against the other, Isaiah Thomas is technically the better player in terms of the highest of the, of the high that we've ever seen in his career. But at the end of the day, Kyrie Irving is, what, 25 years old right now? 26 years old at the absolute oldest? I, I, I probably should have checked that before I hopped on. But at the end of the day, you've got a younger player on a better contract who physically a lot of people would say is probably going to be able to live up to the beating he's going to take night in, night out in the NBA, being a little bit bigger and a little bit more physically capable. And whereas you have an Isaiah Thomas, and I think there's a lot of people out there that are waiting for his decline. And that's the sad part is that, you know, he's done a great stuff. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Isaiah Thomas as a basketball player. He's a fantastic basketball player. He's a great leader. And like you said, he's probably the main attraction that has gotten Gordon Hayward and Al Horford through the door over the last two years. But at the end of the day, one of the one of the most painful realizations about Isaiah Thomas is that we've never seen a player under six feet tall do what he's done. We've never seen a player have this type of success in the NBA. So it's unprecedented, and I think a lot of people are waiting for that time for where he's just going to fall off, and it's just going to end, and this whole entire thing is going to feel like a dream in the past. But yeah, I, I think it's going to get to that point where people are waiting for it to go bad. And that's, I think, the biggest fear right now with Isaiah Thomas is that, yeah, he's got a contract issue, but even if you signed him for a max contract, give him the next five years or whatever it is that he wants, when is it eventually going to go bad? Because we don't know. We really don't know. And that and that fact that we don't know, I think that mystery is probably the biggest fear that people have when it comes to Isaiah Thomas. I think, Zach, you are one of those people waiting for Waiting for his demise. I, the way the way you just said yeah, that yeah, right yeah. there, exactly. you're like Zach's some people are out there waiting for his demise. Oh, Zach's oh, waiting for oh that, you mean you? Oh, you mean Zach's you? waiting yeah. for that big fat. I told you so. <laughs> I know it's gonna happen, man. But no, man, you bring up good points. I mean, I don't disagree that Kyrie's a better player than Isaiah Thomas. Like I, I don't either. I, don't. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I, I don't think that's like a that's maybe you can make it a debate because what you said last year's numbers, but. Kyrie's a better player and is on a better contract and he's younger, so it makes perfect sense. But well, he's also playing alongside the best player in the world, so right. Yeah. But but I mean, so that, that, that's gonna bring your numbers down a bit. Sure, right. sure, right. And could he be the best player on a on a the team that the Celtics had last year? Would Kyrie ever be the best player on that team? Do you think they have the same success? Yes, probably. Right. Yeah. So I mean, if but the problem is that if they want what Jalen Brown and the Brooklyn pick plus Crowder and Isaiah Thomas. It's too much. That's a lot. All right, so then let's let's ask this question. Let's ask this question. Straight up, I'm 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 guessing straight up if they if their contracts were similar, you would you would trade Kyrie Irving. I mean, trade Isaiah Thomas for Kyrie Irving, correct? 
No, if you're saying they both have one year, or if uh, Isaiah has at the money years at the money match at the money at the money match. Yeah, I think that's the thing. If they both had one year of term left, same thing. Yeah, it's it's years over. It's it's years over cash value for me. If you told me Isaiah Thomas is signed for 18 mil for the next three years, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I I have nothing to say against that. But if you're telling me I have to pay 30 plus million a year to have Isaiah Thomas, or I get to have Kyrie for you know right around 20 million a year, then I don't know. I mean, that seems like a no brainer to me. Yeah, I think that's where everyone's getting hung up on is is anyone and 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 it, it's the same thing with me. Like, I know this what the Celtics have to do to sign Isaiah Thomas is it's got to be four years, one twenty. It's it has to be. Like, I don't think Isaiah Thomas will will even start to listen to anything less. But the number thirty mil a year for a guy who's going to be thirty what thirty one thirty. Oh well, well no twenty eight. He's going to be, be twenty nine. No, he's turning twenty nine and. February. Yeah. So when he signs a contract, he'll be 29, and at the end of the contract, he'll be, what, 33, 34? That's a long time. That's a long time for a guy you'll be stuck with 30 mil a year for. So, like, if you get hung up on that, I get it. But, like, you also just have to think. He's been the best player on your your team for the past two years and has been the most important person in Boston Celtics basketball since probably Paul Pierce. That's it. Like... it, he he's earned this, and if we don't, if the Celtics don't give it to him, it's all about the dollars per year. It, it's it, that's all it is, and it, and it's gonna suck. I think they should give it to him, and I think they have to. But will they? I don't know. I mean, I just don't think I don't think a three to four year window is so crazy for someone like Isaiah Thomas. We're not talking about someone who's thirty one, thirty two. Yeah, of course he's undersized, but at the same time, we have to think that. Someone like Gordon Hayward is going to help relieve him of, you know, being the only go-to guy. May I say something? I that, think that's huge in the situation. My biggest fear, my biggest fear will be signing Isaiah Thomas. And in year, what, three and four of that contract, he's the sixth man off the bench. You're paying him $30 million a year. He'll be productive. So why would you? But why I mean, do you if think you that would him, even happen? If you have him locked in, though, he's going to be... So what, players can't ball up after thirty? No, I, I mean, yes, players can ball up after thirty. Mean? I'm just saying that's my biggest fear. And if you want to talk about a size thing, I mean, a great comparison that we've talked about before on the show is Allen Iverson. AI was still getting 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 it done after 30, 31, yeah. 32. Not really. Once he, what do you mean not really? Even at thirty, what was he thirty two, thirty three? I, I guess after thirty three is when the decline started. But that one year when the Nuggets went to the what the Western Conference Finals, he was putting up twenty six a night. And he was what thirty three years old. All right, I'm just saying. I don't. Okay. I don't I get hope so. how I hope people so. are are so against seeing Isaiah get a max deal. I, I just it doesn't make sense to me. No, I'm for it. I just that's my biggest fear. That's just weird though. <laughs> that you're, Why you're for it? You're like, <laughs> you're like I'm for it. I'm like, yeah. He, he he should that four or five years. But I don't know about that. No, because third, fourth, fifth year though. Okay, I'll tell you're you. You're potentially saying like he can be good for only two, three more years. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's what you're saying. No, yeah. no. And then, and then you're getting mad at me when I'm like, yo, three years. He should get no more than three years. No, but yeah. I mean, I think you're gonna have to sign him for four years. But I think if you can pair up Isaiah Thomas in his prime for two more years with Horford and Gordon Haywood, and then you see the young guys build up like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, like Marcus Smart, if he stays on the team, if he is, signs a whatever. <laughs> That's a squad that you can possibly win a championship with. In that two, you buy yourself a two-year window, though. If you, 
if it's this year, and then it's probably two more good years of Isaiah Thomas, in my opinion. But you did it with Al Horford. You gave Al Horford $120 million or $130 million, and you knew he's like, he's right there. You know what I mean? Like, is he going to be able to live out this contract and be a $30 million a year contra- uh, player for four years? Probably not. But you do it, so you open up a window. Now you got Horford, I mean, um, Hayward, who's going to be in his prime for the next five years. He's going to be the leader of the team. So even if even if Isaiah does have a two-year window or three-year, whatever, this year plus two years, it's worth a, a four-year deal, even if you're just getting two years out of him. But my fear is that if he's a if he turns into a six-man uh, the third year, it's a short window. That's But is it but, worth it? But by then, but you're talking about players like – Getting paid over 30, 40. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. then he, he's him and Horford are on like the lighter side of that. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if the cap, I don't think the cap will continually go up for the rest of our lifetimes, but. Well, I mean, at least for the next five to 10 years, right? I don't know. Those yeah, it, didn't go, it didn't go up as much as we thought it was going to. This yeah, year. that's I mean, true. We were talking about those. Yeah. That was big. I mean, next year is supposed to be another five to seven million, but nothing's guaranteed, especially if the finals and the playoffs go as sure as they did again this year. Well, I'm going. I'm going kind of based on James Harden's contract, <laughs> but by the end of that <laughs> thing, well, he's going to pay like forty six, forty seven, forty yeah, million. Oh yeah, but actually, see, that, 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 that's, actually, that's the future. But but yeah, you know, Zach brings up a good point. We all thought that the Celtics were going to have like a what, a hundred and fifteen million dollar, yeah. you know, cap room, cap space, last, cap ceiling. Especially since last summer, they, never happened. They could have signed two max players, yeah, and they only signed one. So it's like, where did that, the rest of that money go? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Baines is in there, like, hey, <laughs> right there. <laughs> You're looking at him. <laughs> all right, Zach. It's been a while since we talked. So, what's your take on this uh, on the Celtics roster, the, the additions, and of course the the uh, subtraction of Avery Bradley? What's your take on how this team? can potentially become in this upcoming season? Well, I, I am excited. I, I think they've had a lot of good additions, a lot of young additions. I think that's going to be the big thing, um, that they kind of cleared out that old guard that we've gotten to know over the last couple of years with Kelly Olynyk. Oh, thank um, God. Yeah. <laughs> we, ne- we didn't want to say when he was on the team, but yes, absolutely. I mean, Miami's, Miami's picking up like the Celtic scraps. They got Olynyk and they just signed like Jordan Mickey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, look Jordan out, Mickey, send look, him out. Look out um, for the, uh, the 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 South Beach Instagram pics of those two chilling. Oh, good God! I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to open my mouth all that. <laughs> Kelly's um, gonna get a tan over there. <laughs> oh my God! I don't want to see that. That's disgusting. <laughs> but uh, Tyler Zeller, I mean, just a lot of guys over these last two years that we kind of over the last three or four years have gotten to know, and that was really the quote unquote core of not only the bigs but really of this team the young the the, the young players who we thought were going to be maybe some of that next generation walking out that door so a little bit different in that sense i mean there's guys like uh Yabaselli that we're going to have to watch and see how much he can grow in year one can he be a contributor right off the bat um daniel tice another guy who i mean he's just german mystery man who we nobody's ever seen play but apparently is going to be a contributor in year Yo, I'm, one. On, I'm on team tice man i fucking love team tice, tice. all right I love I mean, tice. he looks I was, like he should be able to play i don't i don't know if he can i was calling I mean, him i was calling him theus the whole time. a year ago but <laughs> oh yeah i was I was calling him Theus the whole time, thinking that that's how you pronounce his name. I was, I was so pissed. It, it looks like it should though. be. Yeah. It, it, it should be pronounced that way. But, um, you know, but, you know, they've added a lot of young bodies, and that's one of the big things that I think is going to be uh, something to watch throughout the course of this season is one of those bigs is going to have to play big minutes. Uh, there's no way Al Horford's going to be able to play, you know, 40 minutes a night. So 
we're going to see one of these guys step into a pretty major role. And, and I mean, it's going to be a rookie year for one of those guys that they're going to have to be able to figure it out pretty quick. And in an offense that, you know, can these guys shoot? Can they spread the floor? Can they do what it is that, that Brad Stephen wants them to do? So I'll be anxious to see if one of those guys can really step up and grab some major minutes. And then on top of that, Gordon Hayward, I, I mean, could you find a guy who fits this offense better, can fit this system better? I mean, this this offense was born when Gordon Hayward and Brad Stevens were put together. So this thing should work pretty well between those two. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited Hell to see yeah. those two. And then, I mean, on top of all of it, and probably the most exciting thing is Aaron Baines. I mean, I know Sean is very Get excited to see him, him coming. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I do like it when I do like it when you talk and you get yourself so happy that you just start laughing though. Like, yeah, you're just yeah, talking yeah. about you talking about Gordon Hayward like a happy grandmother. <laughs> like, I, I am, I am. That's ex- he's exciting. He's exciting. He is a very, very good basketball player. He's not a tremendous defender, but he can defend his position right. pretty he's a, well. He's a team defender, right? He's, he's, not, a, he's not like yeah, a one-on-one he's a, yes. guy, but he can run the. He can be in the. No, system. he's not. He's not a shutdown guy that you're going to put on the perimeter. But at the same time, he's like call him a league average defender. But he can score. He can pass. He can move the ball. He's you know he's got the ability to handle the ball at times as well. And he's like six eight six nine. Yep. We haven't had Pretty a wing good. this talented in a long time, and I, it's exciting. It's very exciting. What do you think about um, Marcus Morris? I think you paid a little too much to go get him, to be totally honest. I, that I was forgot my we got a battle on this, man. That's what I was I looking forgot. for. Yeah. But go ahead. I forgot. Continue. Continue, Zach. My, my biggest gripe with this offseason would have to have been the fact that you traded away Avery Bradley for too little. It just, if it, not even that. I understand it. You had to trade a player. He made the most sense. This trade was probably as good as they could have done because the entire league knew that they had to make exactly, a trade at that moment. Exactly. But the problem is, you're telling me that Avery Bradley in the right package, you couldn't have gone and gotten yourself a better player than Marcus Morris. That's the issue I have with it, is that you could have put him in with Marcus Smart or you know any number of picks or whatever, and you're telling me you couldn't have got yourself like a stud power forward or a stud center or something like that to really make this team pop. I don't know. Yeah, it just it, it feels like that's it what I'm feels telling like there's a missed opportunity there. So what? That's did you want to see them get Markeith? Is that what it is? <laughs> Markeith yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his Markeith jersey there, man. He's like, now listen though. Listen though. <laughs> this, right, is, right. this, is, this is the whole thing. <laughs> For the record, from I don't know if we've even talked about this. But from, from day one, from the moment that that uh, news dropped. Sean was all about this trade. I like the loved it. I, I love the trade. It. I loved, I loved it. it. No, <laughs> because you could you have, you, you have to think like trash. If the <laughs> no, if the Celtics no, because in my in my eyes, but this was, but this I, was no, salary in my, though. In my eyes though, I view it as would you trade Avery Bradley and a second round draft pick or whatever for Marcus what, Morris that's, that's, and Gordon that's, that's, Hayward? Yes, any day of the week you would do that. He was yes, but it's not. That, that's not what it was, though. It, you, you, you it was. They were over someone. a barrel. They were over a barrel. No, no, they were over no, a barrel. No, yes, that, that math doesn't work. I'm sorry, the math doesn't. No, work. it does. Okay, if if literally you're talking, you're talking to our capologist, by the way. Okay, no, no. If the fact they had to they had to dump somebody, they had to dump somebody to sign him, yes, right? Yeah. They had to, right? So you're right, you're right. the whole league knew they had to dump somebody, and they were looking at Marcus Smart like. Fuck out of here with Marcus Mar. We want Avery Bradley, and we're gonna give you like uh, 
Just a little bit. You know what I mean? Like everybody probably threw in a little bit. Well, isn't isn't that how, Dan, they, they, isn't how Danny H kind of trades? When but it was on a time for, crunch. It was oh, on I a time get you, crunch. I get you, but you it, can't. You can't. Doesn't, you doesn't, can't he, doesn't he usually? There's a motive for his trades, right? So in this case, it was for salary. Save some salary. Oh, and guess what? We get a we get a, a an upgrade over like Kelly Olynyk, right? I love as Mar- an example. I love Marcus Morris. I I think I think I the Morris <laughs> the Morris twins, <laughs> in my opinion, are vital to any like. Any team, you need a guy like that on the team, and I think that's exactly what he's going to be for us. He's going to he's going to put up better numbers. And he's not Kelly Olynyk, okay? He's so, better. No, I agree with that. I think, better. I think he's better. I think he's better than Kelly. He's better than Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, that's what I said. It's an upgrade. And even if he's like worse I, than I, Kelly Olynyk stats convinced. wise, even if he puts up less stats, he's actually like brings something to the table. Except. Hey, is he his hair in a bun or is it long tonight? Let's see how hey, he plays. Hey, come on, no. Sean. Don't sell him short. Come <laughs> no, on. No, 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 no. Game Marcus, seven. Marcus Morris. Game seven. Shut the, against oh. the Wizards. Hey, it was a great game. All right? It was a great game. I'm not going to say it's not a great game. That game. But you got can't him, bring that up in an argument. That game got him $50 million. All right. Think about that. Marcus Morris at least brings some type of toughness and grit to the table that Kelly Link never brought. So does he, though? He does, man. He's a, he's a Morris twin. Look, they I, are not friendly people. Is grit now? Hey. What the hell? Well, well he ha- he has to be that guy. He's on I'm trial, telling you right bro. now, he has to be the Celtics version of Draymond Green. Okay, I'm saying I'm not saying he has a... to be an All Star, but he has to be that enforcer. He has to be yeah. the Celtics version of Draymond Green, that tough guy down yes. low, the yes, one that pisses 100%. people off. That that's his role. 100. percent All right. I mean, who else is going to be that guy? Horford can't be that guy. Zach, let me ask you a trivia question. Baines won't be that guy. Who was the best defender against LeBron James last year in the NBA? Uh, Draymond Green. Nope, Marcus Morris. Marcus sure? Morris, the best yeah by some strange defender. metric. No, it's, <laughs> Sean's it's, right. No points per possession. That's a that's a regular metric when he was yeah guarding. because he probably played like six minutes a game. No, 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 man. Check check. You know, the stats. They're winning by seventy. They don't need to put him on the floor. Check the stats. He only had twenty points per possession. This is the stat that. Uh, <laughs> he only had twenty points this, per this possession. This is the stat yeah, that the Pistons showed the Celtics. Was, the league average was thirty-one. All right, so I mean. <laughs> All right. It seems a little uh, well, high, but well, I, mean, I mean, not point, but points per possession over 100 possessions. You know what I mean? Okay, all right, that makes sense. Then. Well, I've, I've 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 convinced myself. Right? I've, I've, it's been a little while, right? It's been like about a month since the trade happened, and I've I've just I've just accepted the fact that you know you traded you know a, a big chunk of your defense for salary reasons, obviously, and for like like you guys was talking about for an enforcer, mm-hmm. right? Enforcer down low that the Celtics lack. I mean, he's, he's first to you know. To a certain extent, right? But at the same time, I can't look at this trade as, oh, Avery Bradley for Marcus Morris straight up as, oh, Marcus Morris is better than Avery Bradley. No, no. Because that's not what this trade was about. No, they couldn't. I think Avery Bradley would have been great. He would have got great return if they traded him last year. But they couldn't trade him last year because they were – he was playing one of the best – they were the number one seed in the the Eastern Conference and he was the second best player on the team. Couldn't trade him. But if they did – Without him having, if he could have went out like okay, so hold on, time out. If he could have went out west, if they traded him last year out west, let's say this, he would have been playing on the best deal on probably a championship contender, hands down. But I mean, who is going to sign him for all the money that he's going to get out there? Because some the, team, the, Detroit's going to <laughs> some team like Detroit or the Detroit's of the world, Phoenix, the Phoenixes of the world, the um, Sacramento, Sacramento's of the world, the Magic of the world. They're going to go out there and say, "All right, yeah, Avery Bradley, good character guy. We're not going to win for a while. 
Man, we'll give him thirty three mil a year. They'll, he'll just get he'll <sighs> get three years for like thirty mil easily. Uh. Somebody's gonna spend that money on him because they got it to spend. Zach, can, can this team get to the uh, NBA Finals? Uh, with the way that the Cleveland Cavaliers have fallen apart, like wet tissue paper, yeah, absolutely can. Oh, I <laughs> love I, wet I, tissue paper, dude. I love it. <laughs> it's the worst thing in the world. I really. love it. <laughs> <laughs> so can Boston beat a Cleveland team at their absolute strength? Mm. That's going to be the big question this year. If they're not, I think there's an opportunity for them to get to the finals. Can they beat Golden State? Absolutely not. But that's, that's, that wasn't the question. <laughs> I'll give you my big Cleveland prediction of the year. Why the Celtics will be a better team than Cleveland at the end of the year. Because if LeBron is trying to go for a new contract next year, if the Celtics seem like they're a better team, March, he's shutting it down, dude. He's shutting it down, man. He'll shut it down and just wait for that contract. Because if he is actually leaving Cleveland... What does he have to do there? Like, wh- why would he? Mm, I don't know, man. LeBron in the playoffs is the type of player that he'll get to the finals. Even if he loses, he'll just want to average a triple-double to show everyone that he's still nah, the greatest player probably, in the yeah, world. You're probably right. But no, I just I have a feeling that LeBron is like spiteful asshole. But Zach, you know that Celtics team is going to be led by uh, Isaiah Thomas, right? Your boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. What if? What if they do trade Isaiah Thomas? Like, what if they do trade him? Let's say it's not for Kyrie. What is, is there anything out there, Zach, that you would trade Isaiah Thomas for? Like, what is your package that if it's not Kyrie, if you don't, if you don't want to sign him, fine. But what's the deal? Like, Kyrie Irving is sort of like, you know, a four-leaf clover that just came out of nowhere. And you're like, well, that sort of may work. But I don't think it will because it's with Cleveland. Will they trade with you? Who knows? But, like, what, what is the package you're expecting as a good return for Isaiah Thomas? See, that's the problem is that Isaiah Thomas is a, he's very, very similar to what you had in Rajon Rondo in the fact that you have a player who the NBA and their GMs can't really measure his value correctly. Um, you know, because we spent how many years with Rajon Rondo, who was this guy who gave you what? 12 to 15 points a night, but he was a triple double machine with the way that he played. And everyone kind of looked at him and was like, okay, well, you got a very good player there. We know he's a very good player, but how do you gauge his value? Because he's not really a scorer. He can't really do this. He can't really do that. And it's the, kind of the same thing with Isaiah Thomas. You have an undersized point guard who can score as well as anyone in the league, but he's not really much of a passer. He can't defend, and he's only 5'9", and we've never seen a player put up these numbers and have this type of success at his size. So they can't really tell how long is he going to be this good. How is he going to do if you put him into an offense that needs him to be more of a playmaker? If you need him to, well, maybe not defend, but you know, be more of a defender, I guess. I mean, what is his value if you have to change his game a little bit? Because right now, he's playing in the perfect situation for himself. Is that yeah. they're putting the ball in his hands at the top of the key and saying, go after it. And that's what he does. That's what he was born. He was literally put on this planet to do exactly what he's doing with Brad Stevens offense. And he's absolutely murdering it. So you can't get, you know, are, are, is he going to be that same player if you put him in San Antonio or you put him in uh, Portland or if you put him in, you know, wherever? Is he the same player? And that's the argument that I've had is that if you take him out of this space and pace offense and you take the ball out of his hands, can he still be an effective scorer in this league? That's the problem. Is that I don't know if he can be. If you're gonna if you're gonna make the comparison to Rajon Rondo, then you have to sign him. You have to sign him because the only reason why Celtics didn't sign Rajon Rondo, because he was is, an asshole. Is because Pierce and Garnett were <laughs> gone. 
They were gone. The window was closed. Like you weren't gonna if 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 this was if you swapped Isaiah Thomas and Rajon Rondo in the points of the Celticsness there were, right? Rajon Rondo was a free agent after they just came off their worst season in the in the NBA. Hmm. And Pearson Garnett just walked out. They got traded, and it was Rondo's team. And were you going to actually make it Rondo's team? No, you weren't. But if Pearson Garnett was still there, you would have signed Rondo any day of the week, right? So if that's the case, if you're going to compare him to Rajon Rondo, which I think is a good comparison, then in, in terms don't of like, make the same mistake because there's there's only one Jay Crowder. All right, no, I got you. There's I got only you. one Jay. <laughs> no, but I think, right? I, I so think, you're not going to get that same return if you're just going to dump him. But I think I think what Zach is saying is like the uniqueness, like something that is like it's like unconventional type of yeah, type of player, yeah. right? So then you're saying you traded Rajon Rondo because there weren't no other All Stars around or or playing with him. In this case, you do have all stars or all star type players. Yes. So yeah, I see what I see what I see what you're saying, and I also say I also I see what Zach is saying. Yeah, I just I, I think the struggle is that NBA GMs are going to look at him and say, "Well, yeah, he's a very good player. Yes, he can provide scoring. Yes, he can do all these great things." But at the end of the day, how do I measure him up long term against someone like, for comparison's sake, Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving, I feel like you can look at him and say, yeah, I know what Kyrie Irving's going to be two, three, four, five years down the road. Whereas you look at Isaiah Thomas and say, well, how long is this going to last? You know, he could be off the map next year. He could be an average player in no time because we've never seen a player at his size do what he's doing. So it is a little bit of a you know a guessing game as to how, what type of player he's going to be from year in year out. I think that, that's that's why you haven't seen him get that big contract. That's why you see a lot of people look at him and kind of have that hesitation of you know who do you do you really want him being one of your max players? And I think that's the issue that you're seeing right now. So so so, so what package would I want back from him? I'd want a lot back from him because he's a very good ball player. So I don't I don't see anything out there that honestly that I would trade him for. Outside of, you know, in terms of availability, obviously. But, you know, if you were going to tell me that you could trade for Kyrie straight up, great. If it's going to be the entire, you know, it's going to be him, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, plus picks and plus all this stuff, Jeez. then no. And I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to do that. Yeah, now, yeah. And here, here's one of my fears, too, is that, like, you trade Isaiah Thomas to the Cavs, Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder to the Cavs, and you get Kyrie Irving back. I'm sorry. I'm betting on Cleveland every day. In that series, yeah, that's another thing too. You, you don't. Why you you would don't, you help out Cleveland? One year, that one year where they <laughs> have no Isaiah sense. Thomas and Jay Crowder and Kevin Love yeah. and LeBron James. That's another thing that people, and, that people don't understand. Tr- that that squad. That and is, and they got Jeff Green, and, <laughs> <laughs> Jose Calderon. Come oh, on. hold on, Derek hold on. Rose. I didn't. I didn't say any of those guys. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I think they easily beat a Kyrie Gordon Hayward Al Horford squad any day of the week. Yeah, that's like that's, that's I, I like, think yeah, that's, you're, you're yeah. basically saying, okay, no one brings that up. You're right. Y- y- this year, okay, you guys, you, this is literally the best players in the Eastern Conference Finals minus Avery Bradley. You just take them like this, and we'll take Kyrie. That team would be stacked yeah. for one year until LeBron leaves. But maybe that's why Danny's at the at the trading table so long, and he's like, I'm not giving you all this because LeBron's leaving. No, one that's year. why he hasn't even made a fucking offer. I'll give you these two. You can take next year, and then. Yeah. You know, you know what's funny about the situation? If Kyrie or this report came out before, what was it, July, whatever, when, when teams started really started making deals, right? Who's to say the Celtics going to pull a deal off involving Avery Bradley, a pick, oh, and easily. I don't know, you know, throw whoever in there, Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, to make the contracts match. 
Avery Bradley would you and do Jay that? Crowder. You would do that? Avery, Avery Bradley, Bradley and Jay Crowder, Crowder for, for Kyrie. And Straight probably, up. Probably, and like a second rounder or something, whatever. That'd probably be a Brooklyn pick. No. Yeah. Give him the Philly pick. But you'd keep Either Jaylen way, Brown. That's, that's you'd still keep Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. But would you do that, Zach? Me? Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be a great trade. See, the whole timing of the situation uh, is what, yeah, what, what, what drives me crazy yeah. because at the end of the day, I, I'm still not convinced that he's going to be traded. I don't know why. Something yeah, in my I don't gut, think so either. I feel the Something same way. in my well, gut tells me Kyrie will not be traded. I feel David, the same way. David Griffin says he's going to be traded. Oh, if he said it, then. No, David Griffin, David Griffin is, is irrelevant. This I know. <laughs> but he's still. He's I don't know still, if you pick up on my sarcasm there. But. He still was the Cavs' GM. Like, he knows how it works there. Like,. That's the most insider information you get. Either Why that, are you dismissing on, that? Like I said, on. Brian Winhurst thinks he's going to get traded. No, either, David either. Griffin okay, used to right. work for the Cavs. Okay, I'll, I'll play I'll play along. He yeah. was the GM. He, no, I know. I know. I'm not saying that. But you're <laughs> he saying, knows everything no, but, that happened up until he got fired. But listen, you're saying that, like, yeah, he has insider information. Or he just could say it out of spite because they just fired him as well. No. I, I, <laughs> no, no, man. I've, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> But they he's just a better. kicked him out the door. You guys said he wasn't I would a reliable shit on them source. All day. You guys were shitting on that. If I was him, I'd be like, no, yeah, fuck Cleveland. Yeah, they're going to trade Kyrie. They're going to trade. Just to fuck, just to start the pot. Why not? Fine. I will only get my sources. Fuck you doing over there, Zach? <laughs> he's fucking loading a Glock right now. What the hell was that? <laughs> I will only get my sources from Brian Windhorse okay. and the stench coming from LeBron's jock. <laughs> I think he'll say from his, from his cube. From his cube? Oh. What are you talking about oh. the, last, the other episode about how he's... Uh, the most let, annoying let, work. Letting it rip in the uh, in the office. You know how many? You know how much? You know how many like LeBron game worn <laughs> underwear he has in his cube. I'm sure it's all hung up. Right, he was right next to Woj. You, like said, you, you said you said they right said him. He says right Woj next to Woj. Woj. Yeah, <laughs> just the worst neighbor ever. <laughs> you know what, so Woj? You know what, Zach? I, I didn't expect this kind of uh, the, the, this talk from you, man. All of a sudden, you're like praising Isaiah. You're, t- you're calling him unbelievable. You're saying he's like an uh, incredible basketball yeah, player. We've seen the tweets, bro. I, I thought you. Tweets. I thought you didn't want him on the team anymore. That, really, that, that's the impression I got. I'm really from I'm our really concerned. You said you, you were going to pay him thirty seven million dollars a year, man. That's that's generous. Did I say that? I don't you, remember saying that. Thanks, I've been dr- I've been drinking all afternoon, so I really don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> well, now, well, now, Sean's exaggerating, well, but at, at the same time, though, he may be exaggerating. <laughs> he was drunk. He man, may he be it. exaggerating, but at the same time, you are not the uh, the the anti Isaiah Thomas person I thought you were. I, I don't know why. We'll no, you, you're singing a different tune, Zach. You're singing a different tune. Here's the thing. I'm not anti-Isaiah Thomas. I don't think I've ever been, in, in, in terms of me feeling like he needs to go or anything like that, I don't think I've ever actually fully felt that way. But I will say this. When it comes to Isaiah Thomas, and when it comes to Al Horford, and when it comes to Gordon Hayward, I still look at this team and say they need one more player. So if it takes removing one of those players to get two more, or you know, if it, if it took trading Isaiah Thomas to get someone else in order to be able to get this thing to the next level, that's what I'm for. Oh, you mean like, like I don't Davis? Yeah. You mean like Jason Tatum? I'm not, I'm not doing that to myself tonight. Sorry. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Like, that's I, for later. still <laughs> needs another player. That's what it comes down to. Is nah, that man. They still need one more. I think, I think, I think you're off to, there. I think we have to sit back and watch what this team does. Yeah, I, I really do. I think, I think when you're looking at – when you're looking at – Wait, relax, bro. Sorry, dude, <laughs> no, 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 no. Zach doesn't know what's going on. See, I keep hitting the freaking mic stand. It's making this annoying noise. I oh, need to no. yeah. <laughs> piss um, me off. All right, no. So I, I seriously think now that I'm really thinking of this lineup, like the Celtics will be fine because they have so many mix and match, like, and they have so much more depth than they ever had in their entire in the entire Brad Stevens era. 
I know that it's it's tough to give Isaiah Thomas that deal, but if you get two great years from this squad as you watch Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum get better, maybe it's worth that. Maybe maybe it's worth it to see you can you can keep this squad, this exact squad, you can keep on the cheap for the next like three, two, three years. And that's not even mentioning the Brooklyn or Philly slash Lakers pick. Which could come up, right? Which could happen. So do you just do you just say at this point if Danny Ainge couldn't make that big trade like we always thought he would, and he just went the free agent route, then just keep going the same route. Just sign Isaiah Thomas next year. Have another draft pick come in. Don't trade any of your assets. See what happens, right? I don't know. Because Al Horford will be coming off the book sooner than you, you guys think. I mean, before you have to sign Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, Which is the two year Al window. Horford will be off the, off the book. Which is a two-year window you're talking about. Right. Because he's done in two years. That's what I'm saying. Or his contract is, at least. You'll probably get one more year. When, so, okay, this year happens. Mm-hmm. After that, you're going to get one more year of the Al Horford, Gordon Haywood, Isaiah Thomas trio. Trio. But Al's off the books the next year. So that means instead of you paying this albatross of a contract to Gordon Haywood and Al Horford, now it's Gordon Haywood and Isaiah Thomas. Is it the same thing? Probably. That's why I say stick at 120. Four years, 120. That's it. That's it. All right, he is Zach Peloquin. You can find him on Twitter at ZapSports508. That is at ZapSports508. Hey, Zach, when are you going to come down and check out the new studio, man? It's been a while. It's got to be soon, man. It's been way too long. The studio is sick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's all right. All right, Zach. (laughs) We'll check in with you another time. Uh, We'll definitely get you back in here before the uh, start of the preseason. So thank you for for, for checking in, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, guys. Later. Later. (laughs) <laughs> you guys both did that at the same time. Did you guys plan that or something? We yeah, did. We, did. we did. That was the, exactly the that was that was good. Uh, that was cute. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> if that was not a drop, that came out of Joel's mouth. Damn, he just said that. All right, it's about that time, guys. Hey, yep. What time is it? You missed it. In case you missed it. All right. In case, in case you missed it, Zach Randolph, who was uh, arrested earlier this <laughs> month oh, in L.A. Man. on an intent to sell marijuana charge. Which, by the way, is a felony. Mm, well, normally, news has come out about you know kind of more like the details of the of the arrest out in L.A. Was uh, Zebo apparently was was uh, one of the three people that fled the area because there was <laughs> loud music. <laughs> just imagine drinking. Just imagine seeing Zach Randolph running down <laughs> the street. Running like, yeah, was that Zach Randolph? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that was Zach Randolph. Uh, it's like uh, six eight, just running down the block. Dude, so he's running like the fastest 300 pounder you've ever seen in your life running down the street. Like, I think it's like, it's like that like, has to be an NBA athlete. He's like, like zigzagging and shit. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, he's got a ball in his hand. Like, you know, like he's running through cones. Headband on. <laughs> That's too. why they know Zach Headband. Randolph. They asked everyone. Everyone was like, yeah, that was Zach Randolph. Oh, just ran, they're ran like, hey, um, have you guys seen an NBA player called Zach Randolph? Oh, dude, this dude that was 6'8 that ran down my fucking street. Yeah, I obviously saw him, dude. <laughs> Never seen a guy run so fast at, at his size. It was amazing. He had a basketball with him and everything. Had his number 50 Grizzlies jersey on. Looked like a throwback. I don't know. He's not on the team anymore. <laughs> I know. They retired his number, though. How, how, how dumb do they look now? No, so uh, cops, were, cops were called to the scene uh, because of uh, loud partying, which included drinking, smoking marijuana, and uh, cars that were blocking the street and loud music, right? Yeah. So, so it was a block party. So it was a pretty much NBA style, you know, mm. block party. Because this is a felony, if, if convicted, Zebo could be looking at about two years of being banned from the NBA. Now, I heard mm. that the only reason why it was intent to distribute 
It's because he had a shit ton of weed. Yeah, two pounds of weed. Okay. In his possession. Any baggies? Yeah, a little baggies, pretty much. He's, he's probably going to go. Be, well, no, the thing the is, bead. though. He's probably going to go and say, I smoke a shit ton of weed. I'm not selling it to anybody. I got millions of dollars. No, the thing is, though. It, I'm, he's not getting intent to distribute. There's no, no way hey, any court will be able to prove that. The one that also got charged with the possession of the weed was a 43-year-old felon already. So I don't know whatever was on his record. Well, he was probably selling the drugs to Zebo. Well, they both, Zebo and this and this other character mm. who was charged with the with the possession of weed, according to CBA, when you're convicted of or when you plead guilty to a crime involving weed, distributing of weed, you can get banned from the from the NBA. So Randolph, who just signed a two-year deal with the Sacramento Kings worth $24 million. Coincidence? <laughs> Coincidence of what? Him going to Sacramento? Because he was way from. He was far away from Sacramento. He's just like, what can I do to get suspended for two years? <laughs> Felony. <laughs> Let me just do it. I just signed a two-year deal. I don't want to play for Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, so No, but dude, I'm changing my game up if I'm Zach Randolph. If you're caught with a felon and they're trying to charge you both on distribution of marijuana, then you just say, well, okay, Frank, I'm going to give you like millions of dollars. Just say you took all this. Go to jail. I'll go back to the NBA. That's it. Or maybe he didn't know that we was there. Who knows? No, it was definitely his weed. <laughs> I mean, I want to that, that much we know. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, well, that, that's his week. Well, uh, old 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 buddy Rasheed Wallace oh, came to his defense. Jail Blazers, <laughs> love that squad. Stating that uh, Randolph, his old buddy, Monty Wells on this too, ain't no drug dealer. Mm. <laughs> he chopped it up as to, and I quote: "The bigger the paycheck, the bigger the party." End quote. Hell yeah! So that's why ball don't lie, bro. Mm. He should just <laughs> he should just be on. A, he should be a witness in the trial and just go up and goes, <clears throat> Rasheed Wallace. Bought all light. Just get off stage. <laughs> oh, and by the way, six cop cars were vandalized that night. Oh, yeah. So I think. Uh, yeah, because it was I don't a think riot, anybody, think was anybody a riot died after that, right? Yeah, but I don't think anybody dimed out Randolph. I think no. they all knew Randolph, and they yeah. were like, no, we don't yeah. know who that guy is. Yeah. So he's saying there ain't no snitches. <laughs> no snitches. Snitches get stitches. There are a bunch of Tyreeks over there. Huh? <laughs> In case you missed it, Magic Johnson and the Lakers are being investigated by the NBA after the Indiana Pacers filed. Tempering charges to the league offices, and according to these alleged allegations, the Pacers say that the Lakers are guilty of tampering with Paul George while he was on the contract with Indiana. No fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This serious charge, or you know, if they are found guilty, uh, the Lakers, they can lose draft picks. They can uh, pay up fines up to five million dollars, and possible restrictions of actually trying to acquire Paul George in the future. Yeah. So the Lakers, obviously, they're denying any evidence of any wrongdoing. Even though they have a bunch of evidence there, probably. Well, it's underway. The investigation is underway. So do, do all, you, all, all, all parties are cooperating, by the do way. Do either one of you guys think that if they got Paul George and LeBron James, that that team is still is good enough to knock off the Warriors? Uh, no. Oh. Not, with, not with Lonzo Ball running the team. Yeah, they probably <laughs> have to trade Lonzo Ball. Like, I don't understand why people think that that team is going to be enough to knock off the Warriors. Oh, well, you forget Russell Westbrook is also going to the Lakers. No, I think LeBron James and Paul George plus. <laughs> okay, that combo. Yeah, that combo would, would be dominate. much better. Yeah. Team in- but he's gonna yeah. stay put. He's 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 gonna stay in Oklahoma. No, he just signed I the think big Paul deal. George is gonna stay in Oklahoma too. He might. I mean, it all depends how they, you know, how they how they do this season. And, and if they're neck and neck or even close to a Western Conference Finals, who's to say he won't stay? Don't for you another, don't you love the difference? Another few years. I mean, normally normally I'd say like Oklahoma City is probably like a downgrade from any city in the United States but, <laughs> but Paul George about that, just man. came it's about Paul the team George, Paul George just came from Indianapolis so I mean Oklahoma City is an upgrade yeah definitely from Indianapolis I, I would give it at least that and you're playing you're playing next to the to the MVP come on it's a top 30 city in the NBA <laughs> top 30 
top 30. <laughs> so you got to stay, Paul. Got to. Got to. And you too, right? It's in the top 30. It's in the top 30. Don't you guys find it funny that the big difference between when the Celtics are rebuilding, it's about drafting and trading. But when the Lakers are going through their little shit right now, it's about, no, every player who's going to be a free agent is going to come to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the, yeah. that's how they that's they, how they rebuild. That the was best, never the case. Only with the best players, yeah. only the best. Players. Yeah, it was never like now, oh, what, what oh, about Celtics definitely sign this guy or sign this guy? No, the right. Lakers are like no, every guy who's a free agent. You would never hear oh, oh LeBron James could go every, to Boston. Yeah, every rumor is that they're, no, they're going to the Lakers. Right, they're going to L.A. You never hear LeBron or Russell Westbrook or you know name the top five players in the NBA. They would never be linked to the Celtics if they're free agents. Yeah. By the way, if Paul George signs with Oklahoma City after playing there. I better not hear a single fucking word from anybody calling Boston a racist city ever again in the NBA. If okay. Paul George signs with Oklahoma City, and then they're like, well, the reason why Boston can't sign free agents oh, is because it's racist. Right. If Paul George signs there, man, we're off the hook. <laughs> we're good. They can't use that excuse anymore, man. I swear to God. What else we miss? Kevin Durant says he will not visit the White House if the Warriors are invited. Good. Shocker, anyone? No, nope. Trump sucks. Why are we even? This is going to continue to happen year after year <laughs> as he, you know, remains in office. Well, this couldn't be a, you know, and in case you missed it, without the Knicks, right? Always, oh, Charles Oakley, baby. Remember? Oak. We all remember Oak, and uh, his famous February. I don't even know what you want to call it, like scuffle, where he literally got thrown out of the Madison Square Garden because, according to uh, <laughs> security, he was uh, disruptive. So this obviously happened on national TV while the Knicks were taking on the Clippers, and he was charged with two counts of misdemeanor, assault one, trespassing, plus cited for additional counts of harassment. Uh, Oak has accepted a deal, though, to, a misdeme- to his misdemeanors being dropped, and it's like a conditional like, deal. Conditional release? If the charges, get, the charges will get dropped if he stays out of trouble, obviously no legal trouble for the next six months, and he has to stay away from Madison Square Garden I knew for a year. I knew it. <laughs> For a year, for a year. Oh, come on! Costa, no, why can't you know he? Why? But why can't he catch a game? Like, why is that? Like, what's he gonna fight them on site if he goes to a game? I feel like if they didn't mess with him, there's none of this uh, would ever happen. It's Charles Hoakley, so probably, yeah, yeah. That's probably exactly what he'll do. He probably was in the courtroom, like, listen, if James Dolan, James Dolan shows up here, you're gonna have to restrain me, man. I'm gonna fucking knock him out. <laughs> As he's standing there in like his suit and tie, getting tried. There's no way he'll go back in the garden and not at least punch one dude. No, he won't. He man. will. Yeah, just from that video. Okay, maybe he's a little tipsy. You know, maybe he's a little. Yeah, but they, hey, fuck, look, they look, look, fuck with look. them no. first. You, the you first guys, dude you that guys, fucks with him, the first dude that fucks with him, he'd we've be like, all been there. He'd be like, you know, you feel a little tipsy. You want, you know what? You know, this guy I haven't had a great relationship with him, but let me go say what up to him. But you know, he I'm feeling it, good. But he did. Never, he never spoke with him though. But that's the thing. As he's approaching him, people are like back on. You know, you know. At first, you're like. No, 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 it's all good, guys. Don't worry. I'm just going to go talk to him real quick. Like, yo, no, no, guys. No, seriously. Yo, yo, don't touch me, man. Hold on. I just want to go talk to him real quick. Yo, get, hey, yo, back up. Yo. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just escalated no, they that, came up to the to point him. where that's it was happened, like, though. that's the thing. You know, the first, he'll be that friend. What do you that's mean? Like, that's exactly what happened. No, he can't, the, the security asked him to leave, and he was like, why? That's and what that's I'm what saying. Yeah, but I'm he saying never, that walked, initial, he never walked up to him, though. But that's the thing. They did that because he was, they were protecting him. They, he probably called security and said, look, keep an eye on Oak. We don't have a great relationship. If he even comes close to my vicinity, don't let that happen. And Oak, from the video, you could tell Oak was just kind of like, no, nah, guys, it's cool, man. I just want to go talk to him. And then, you know, someone put his hands on him and he lost it. Yep. And now it happened again. 
If he went back into the garden. <laughs> but who's going to get punched? Yeah, but Dolan's going to get punched. Dolan's, think about, Dolan's probably think not going to be there. And if that mess. happens again, then you, he's already, uh, what do you call it? He's, he's already violated his uh, probation or his whatever deal. you call it. His deal. Yeah, but he his was, condition. Well, that's why the condition is in there. I agree with that condition. Like, ah, man, let him go to MSG. No, just. Let him take a game in. Take a year off. Go back when like you're a little, little cooler. Because you just got released from jail, like Nick's home opener. Or like you just kind of like done with everything. All of that video, all that talk about it, and you're gonna go in, and someone's just gonna go. I don't think you belong in this section, sir. You're up in the back, like, and you're just gonna go. Fuck you, and just start knocking people out, man. That's what I would do. Well, if you didn't know, Oak is currently a player coach for the Killer Threes in the new Big Three. <laughs> catch him it's on the worst. You can catch him. You can catch him on TV getting into it constantly. With I Steven tried Jackson. watching that last week. I couldn't get through. I think it's, it, needs, it needs some tweaking, but whatever. Yeah, I know. I th- yeah, there's something there. I'm just gotta tweak it. Somehow. Something there. I just, I just gotta, yeah. yeah. In case you missed it, I mean, I was debating on bringing this topic up or not, but I mean, I think it's too big not to say something about it. Being in Boston and the free speech rally that didn't take place, that was supposed to take place on Saturday in downtown Boston. Shutting it down. And uh, counter protesters coming out in full force and shutting that shit down. And you know who was probably the most proud online? No. Michael Rappaport. Oh yeah, I don't know if you guys oh, yeah. was. Well, he, the audio. He's been talking about this since it happened, since since, since what happened in uh, in Charlottesville. In Charlottesville, yeah. No, but in terms of you know being a hardcore New Yorker, he gave nothing but Boston props. My guys, a clip. Yo, Boston. Yo, I've never had so much respect and admiration for your city and the state of Massachusetts as I do today. You guys held it down. You were Boston fucking strong. Salute. I'm a native New Yorker, and you know when it comes to sports, we have a long history. We, we fucked you guys in 2008 in the Super Bowl, and then we came back four years later and we fucked you again. But this ain't about that, this is about life. Life is bigger than sports. Boston did it beautifully today. You shut them down. I hope the rest of the country takes your lead. This has nothing to do with Bucky Dent in 1978. It also has nothing to do with the fact that Larry Bird is the ugliest motherfucker in the NBA Hall of Fame. Listen, in all seriousness, respect to Boston, respect to Massachusetts. You guys did your thing. Salute. Well, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to see, like, because yeah. you didn't, I don't know if you woke up that same, the day, day the same way I did. And I was like, what the hell's going to happen today, yeah, man? Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. I was <laughs> like, is something going yeah. down? But then yeah. all of a sudden, it wasn't just Boston news. It was national news. Was national, Everyone yeah. knew this clash was going to happen. Yeah. And for that, like, to just. I heard about all these groups that were coming from everywhere. Everywhere. But and you're to, like, damn, to just this is going to be some serious. To just see, like, 30,000, 40,000. <laughs> I think it was like a hundred, hundred thousand more. Proud. Yeah, man. Jesus, that's nuts, dude. That that's great. Shut that shit down. So, great. Proud to call myself a Bostonian today. Hell I don't know about yeah. you guys. It's a great day for Boston. Well, this in case you missed it, it's brought to you by <laughs> CLNS. When you want the best, CLNS mobile app, best in online sports coverage, mm-hmm. including us, the Causeway Street Podcast, on there. Make sure you download that bad boy onto your Apple and your Android. And that's it for in case you missed it. That's all? That's all. Well. Head to our CausewayStreetBlog.com for all your latest news on the Celtics this offseason. Plus, if you haven't already checked out my piece on uh, an upcoming documentary called Hoops Africa and Bluetooth Matters, which is coming out really soon, check that out. You know, it uh, goes together with the NBA Africa game that happened a couple weeks ago. This just talks about how basketball has influenced life in Africa, despite all the bad stuff that happens there. Anything else you guys want to add? 
No, that's it, man. Yeah, check that out. And uh, keep checking out the content that Joel's been pumping out, man. He's been killing it right now. CosmicStreetBlog.com. <laughs> oh. Check out all those articles. Oh, um, you're, you're too kind. <laughs> over on the website, of course. and um, Follow us on all social media. Everybody follow. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, yeah. Snapchat. There we go. Name I, them all. Can't, I can't wait. Name them all again. I can't wait. We're almost there. We're two, two, basically less than two months away from the yeah. tip-off. Oh, check out the website, too, with... Uh, Brad Stevens talk about how excited he is for the, to start the NBA season. Gordon Haywood, how he's going to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, what I'm talking about. How Gordon Haywood doesn't like Tom Brady, but he's going to make sure that he switches him up, you know, uh, to, right. to become a fan. I don't yeah. know how, but. That's what he's gonna try to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. Pats looking good in the preseason, huh? Oh yeah, I'm going to the last game, which is probably the worst the last game, game to go of preseason. to. Yeah, that's, that's you shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> well, I could. I'm just take kidding. It up. That's still that's still really good. I'm jealous, man. I wanted to go to a preseason game. Would you come, man? Come along. Yeah, I'll, you know what? I could probably go but, when Oktoberfest <laughs> drops. Though man. I am the happiest dude in the world. Yeah. No matter if it's 107 degrees in like August. 27th <laughs> if i go into a bar and they got oktoberfest happiest dude nice nice not pumpkin <laughs> spice though it's not that nice bitch. nice bitch. yeah that's sean dutra with oktoberfest you can follow him on twitter at sean dutra s-e-a-n yeah and you can follow sway and his pumpkin spice love for pumpkin spice you'll see a lot of pictures of sway and leggings hugs <laughs> and pumpkin spice lattes coming up very soon you can also catch Sway on CLNS. I'll be rocking hoodies. With Trags now, right? New edition Trags to CLNS family. Hell yeah. It's going to be good out the garden. Hell yeah. All good stuff coming up. I can't wait, man. Our prediction show is coming up. Our 100th episode is also coming up, too. We got good stuff coming up. Yeah, man. A lot of stuff to look forward to. Yeah, a lot of stuff, guys. All right, bye. All right, until next time. Later.